sorry, Sheldon. I know that game meant a lot to you. That game? (laughs) Excuse me, Penny, but Doodle Jump is a game. Angry Birds is a game. World of Warcraft is a massively multiplayer online role-playing... But technically, it's a game. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 283. I am Michael Gaines. I am Renata. Hi, Renata. I have jelly beans. <laughs> you have je- I have to go get jelly beans. <laughs> Wait, is well, it, Oh, I have Chex Mix. Is this... I have traditional Chex Mix. That is not festive. I, it's festive for me. So Jelly yes. beans are festive. No, jelly beans are great. You know what? I love the Starburst ones. I like the Jelly Bellies. Oh, Jelly Bellies are great, too. But you see, but they're all year round. They don't count. Well, <laughs> they have these, these Easter mixes. Oh, oh, I don't know what beat them Easter mixes, except that the colors are all kind of pastel. Oh, okay. Hmm. But. Well. Oh, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. No, it was funny. It's like I, I wake up this morning and there's all this news. I'm like, oh, good thing we're doing a show today and not like six days later or something like that. Yeah, really. But anyway, I have a new character. Oh, what? Another one. What do you have? I have a high mountain torn. Mm, okay. How do you like it? Well, so I, I've barely gotten it here started. But I decided I wanted to give sh- the shaman another try. <laughs> okay. I didn't like Elemental. I have mm-hmm. to admit it. I found it kind of boring. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm going to start over because my old, my old, the shaman that I had done for the shaman challenge was a panda. And not that I don't love pandas. I've got several of them. But I wanted to do a high mountain torn because, of course, I want the... I want the I got the achievement for op- unlocking the race, but I want the heritage armor and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I would try shaman again, but I would do enhancement this time. Okay. Um. So I I can't really. I've only just gotten her. She started out in Hillsbred. I've only just gotten her through the first few quests. She's hit a couple things on her way over to Terran Mill. So I can't really comment yet, but um. I, I've had problems with Torrens in the past because they're so big <laughs> and because they tend to get stuck indoors. I yes. just decided I am not going to Booty Bay this time because mm-hmm. uh, Booty Bay has the worst doors for, for Torrin. Um, <laughs> they, 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 they do. do they really? It's built, by, it's built by goblins. What do you expect? <laughs> for sure. Okay. And, and, and also, you know, she, she doesn't have the, the biggest moose antlers. She's got kind of medium-sized moose antlers, so hopefully that means she won't get stuffed quite so much. Okay. But the other things that I've been doing, I've been doing Noble Garden a little bit. Mm-hmm. I decided that I wanted, there was one thing I was missing, and that was the Noble Garden bunny, so I had to get 200 eggs. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't bad. I was running around Brill, which is one of my favorite places now for doing that for, for Horde. The thing I would say about that is I don't remember in past years, maybe I just didn't notice this, but not all the eggs are on the ground. I mean, some of them, yeah, you find them in, in like little little boxes and stuff, but some of these were really up high. No, I don't remember that. Um, like there was this one where you had to jump onto this box and like reach up onto the, the bottom of the second story. There was one that was on the hand of a statue that was way up. Hmm. I mean, not you could reach it from the ground. You didn't have to fly, but I don't remember them being quite so 
scattered not just around the ground, but also you have to look up. So look up on windowsills, look up on... And the other thing I said on Discord was there's this one egg that has a very fast respawn rate. It's right next to the outhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know why. <laughs> Are you sure it's an egg? Did you, did you open it? <laughs> I didn't open it. I Well, I of course, I opened it. I don't know which one it was, uh-huh. but... Yeah, um, I'm suspicious, but it was brightly colored, and I could pick it up, and it went toward my noble garden bunny, which right. I did get. Then, then it must be chocolate. I hope so. <laughs> you hope so. I gave them all to the vendor. I didn't taste them myself. Okay. So, and the other thing that I decided to do was I realized I've got those four hatchling pets, the mm-hmm. the the like the the snow feather and the uh, those ones that you get. And they've got those quest lines. And I realized I haven't done most of them. Right, so right. I've been working on those as well. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. In other words, I'm mostly just kind of fussing around with various little things waiting for the expansion to come out. Well, that that's what we all do at this point, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, uh, I've i been doing some stuff. Well, that it's, it's that time of year, that time of the expansion. Mm-hmm. It's the end of life, and you go back and you finish what it is that you didn't do before, like field medic. Right. Which I'll talk about when it comes to me, but yes. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. So oh, you're done? I mean, that's that's pretty much what I've been working on. All right, well, I finished the um, Army of the Light rep. I am now exalted. And I go, I'm thinking, oh, great, I'll go buy the mount, right? I didn't realize it was half a million gold. Oh, you didn't so, realize that, No, huh? I thought it was 50,000, but I didn't know it was half a million. I was off by a zero. Yeah, it's a very, very important zero. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's an important zero. So I'm going to have to sell a bunch of Vial of the Sands in order to afford that because I wouldn't even buy the Transmog mount for 100000 yet. So uh-huh. that's good. I, I, I have enough gold to buy the Transmog mount and the other mount, and that's it. So mm. looks like I have to work on some stuff. But yeah, um, Exalted with them, I'm about 8,000 from Exalted with Argusian Reach, which is the one I want to, to get to because uh-huh. then I can buy those six mounts that are relatively cheap, and that'll bring me up uh, to um, 214. Um, Allie reminded me that this week was time walking for Pandaria, and yes. I didn't have that mount, so I just ran over there and I got the mount. And Which mount is that? For... Uh, the, the dragon mount. Oh, are there oh. two of them? Yeah, maybe there are two of them. But yeah, I got the... No, I don't think there are. But that, yeah, I got the dragon mount. So mm-hmm. now I'm at 213. And um, they sell. They also sell the rep tokens. So for 50 tokens, I, I was able to buy that rep token. So I, I was able to get exalted with um, one of them. I don't mm-hmm. remember which one. But now, I mean, it gives me nothing. Um, I'm still working on... Some of the other Pandaria rep, <laughs> which is going to just take me forever, mm-hmm. just like everything else. But um, I still haven't which done ones my... are you missing? Uh, um, um, the one Emperor Shaohao, I think. Oh, yeah, that's the one. The only way to to really work on that properly is to go up on that mountain and kill all the mobs because they give the best rep. Yep. Uh, uh, that was a pain in the butt i am like just starting with honored at that so in order to get to exalted in order to get the mount yeah Yeah. i might might have to like pay my kids (laughs) 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 to do that because that that's a mind kids that's a mind-numbing stuff Um, um now 
there are tokens that you can buy in order to increase your rep. The problem is that you need the rep tokens in order to buy the mount. So yeah, you right. can you can you can buy the uh, I forgot the name of the token. It's it's the um, Pindaria uh, currency, and you need you need. Let me see. I have fifty thousand. No, fifty seven thousand right now. You need two hundred thousand for the mount. So you can. You can spend the time walking tokens to get the rep tokens. That's great, but you still got to farm the the currency. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. How much how much does it cost to farm out your kids? <laughs> I don't know. How expensive are your kids? <laughs> I don't know. Um I am now at 69 exalted reps. So, wow. Yeah, working on the 70. And one of these days I'll do ogre law. <laughs> no, I'm like halfway. Wait, where am I in Ogrela? Am I halfway through? No, am I halfway through Honored? I'm halfway through one of them. I don't remember, but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I got to work on that. Um, Ellie and I did Tolg Dagar in Battle for Azeroth. We're actually able to queue for a dungeon. Wow! <laughs> and get in. And get in. Yeah, it actually worked. No, it was a lot of fun. It was a great dungeon. Had a lot of fun with it. Um, it you essentially go in this building. I, w- I wasn't really paying attention, but think of like a box and, and you go along the edges and then you go like further and further into the center. Right. That was fun. I liked it. Uh, cool. Now, when we were there last week, there's a fountain mm-hmm. um, where you start off uh, with the Alliance. And there was a guy scrubbing. More work? What is it? <laughs> right? One of those guys, you know, he's scrubbing the yeah. floor. That guy's gone now. And um, there's an NPC who will teleport you to a dungeon. It's not a dungeon finder NPC. It, uh-huh. You can select different uh, groups, but we're, we found it late, so we didn't get a chance to do any of the other ones. But you have to find the group yourself. You can use the um, the dungeon finder uh-huh. to group, and then somebody just has to click on the NPC, and then you pull yourself over to the uh, to the instance. So probably I'll do that next to- week. Speaking of dungeons, I did forget one other important thing that we did last week. What? We learned that we can two-man um, heroic dungeons. Wow. And we did Court of Stars. What? Yep. You two-man... Two-man oh. two Court of Stars. Remember when it that was, was hard? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never done it before. Oh, okay. It was my very first time in there. And we did it with a mage and a hunter. Mm-hmm. So I was a little squishy. I died a few times. Yeah. Um, but we have Beastmaster Hunter and, um, and Fire Mage. And, you know, Fire, Fire Mage. Mages are really good yourself. pulling aggro. Uh, get one good crit and you're not going to be able to peel us anytime yeah. soon. Um, the and th- if you're in Viz and your Ice Blocker down at the same time, well, because you've already pulled aggro a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know? Not that that ever happened. No, of course. No, not to you. No, of course not. Never. Um, never. But yeah, but no, we've, we've discovered that, uh, and we've done a couple other dungeons since. We did uh, Heroic, uh, Black Rick Hold, mm-hmm. and Moth Souls. Nice. So yeah, we've can we we've discovered we can two-man Heroics now. Oh, good. You can heal yourself. So that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Oh, the odd thing about Battle for Azeroth is that Allie and I found, see, she started a couple days before I did. Mm-hmm. And there's this boat in the dock where you start and um you can talk to an npc there i think bronzebeard is there and you can talk to him and get quests and everything i can't see this this person hmm. so later on i was in stormwind thinking okay maybe because i didn't talk to jaina at all when i started battle for azeroth it was like here you go here's your portal 
There were no quests. There was there was nothing when I when I went to Stormwind. So I went straight there. And so I went to Stormwind thinking like maybe there's a quest or something I didn't pick up. There's nothing there. But I went to the throne room. Anduin wasn't there. But I saw several people come in, stop in the same place, and then run away. Come in, stop in the same place, run away. So now they're seeing something you're not. Right. Yeah. Obviously it's phased, but neither Ali or I could see anything there. So we're wondering if it has something to do with the quest that she has that I don't, if it's something that we both have, because one person came in and was level 110 and was able to talk to somebody. And then somebody came in who was like level 115 and talked to the same person. So I don't know what's Hmm. going on. There's some sort of mismatch. There's some free record missing. But what? I mean, I, I, I didn't do anything. That's the, that's the problem is that I, I just went in. It's like, here's your portal. Oh, thank you very much. And off you go. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is. Um, but I'm not too concerned about it either. Right. I just don't know if I should bug report it or not. Like, because I don't know how far along uh, these people are. If this person's 110 and I'm and already they, 113. Then, yeah, that, <clears throat> that, that seems to indicate there's something you're missing that's been added since. Yeah. But you just haven't run across it. Yeah. So something something's not right. I don't know. It's not a big deal. Something's not right. Something's not right. It's an illusion. Yes. What are, are you, you hiding? hiding? <laughs> um, all right. So I finally—I didn't realize this. Um, there's a, as you know, there are always quests to get your followers higher in eye level, right? So right. I did my 925 and that was fine. Apparently one of the quests that I had was the one was the prereq to get them to 950. So then I got one of the uh, uh, the follower quests to get the eye level 950 gear. Mm-hmm. So that was nice, but I only got one. The quest is to get six of them to 950. And I, yeah, I keep checking this Yeah, sometimes it'll take board. a day or two for for it to pop. Ugh. I keep checking this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just just keep turning just keep turning over short timers until one pops. Yeah. So what I've been doing now is I've I've just been doing um Oh, that's right. Yeah, I should do that. I, did, I forgot about that. I did that on Draenor, and I forgot yeah. to do that. No, 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 crap. I should have done you have that. To, you have Let to Let them pop you know, over. Just, just find short timers. Mm-hmm. Turn over the quest as much as you can, and it'll eventually pop up. Yeah, you're right. I have... Well, I, I've i been through this several times. Four of my characters have all of their followers maxed out to 950. Okay. So, but that's what you do. in order. Once you can start getting those armor quests, if it's not popping for you... Mm-hmm. Just find cheap, you know, like 100 order resource, cheap short time quests, and just keep it turning over, and you'll they'll pop up. Yeah. So the shortest one that I have is seven hours. The rest of them are like 14 one day. <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah. just you know, just turn them over. That's all. You can't just sit That's on them. All you can. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm dumb. Because if you sit on them, <laughs> they'll they'll age out, but it'll take five or six days. It's actually shorter. To pick up a one-day quest and turn it over. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I've got a 200% chance for this one. See, I'm going to do this one. It's 11 hours. Cause some, yeah. Somebody, somebody made it slow. Thank you very much. That's all right. I'll just do that. Um. All right. Anyway, back to... How about Luke Millhouse? Oh, yeah. Oh, are you on your mage? Yeah. Millhouse um, has that, that ability where he uh, adds 20%. From, they, they think they call it monologuing or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, all right, Noble Garden. So 
I originally wasn't going to care about Noble Garden. And then, you said, I think, I hate Noble Garden. No, I, I do, I hate it. Words. But it did get better. It did get better than years ago. But anyway, there was that Cursed Rabbit's Foot. I'm like, oh. I wound up getting the Cursed Rabbit's Foot on like my 16th egg or something. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it was so easy to get eggs because I would just sit in the planter, like I said, and there are, let me see, the one, two, three, four, there are four spawn points from the planter that you can reach without moving and then there was a fifth in the corner behind Mm -hmm. you to the right so i basically just sat there just picking up eggs until some prick comes along and decides that he's going to put his transmog mount right in front of me on top of the two spawn points and then he put two um two toys on the other two spawn points stupid Like, like what is with these people i don't understand you would think he, that he's oh, having fun by by imagining your reaction is what he's doing. Right. So I reported him. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. You want to be a dick? Fine. <laughs> I'll get you banned for twelve hours. I don't care. Well, one of the things that I noticed when I was doing it is, even though I was I was doing it on my rogue and she's got dash and of course she's also got the Easter basket. Mm-hmm. I find sitting in one place at a spot at spawn spots boring, even though I know where the good places are in Brill. I like to run around. It's just, you know, it makes it seem more active. But some people put on all of their speed things, and they go so fast. I see them running yeah. past three and four eggs. They don't see them at all. Mm-hmm. So I really think that the best thing to do if you're going to run around is don't use your speed uh, things unless you're trying to beat someone to an egg. Yeah. And then if you and you know, frankly, I just don't do it because then you end up in a competition and they tend to follow you around. It just just don't provoke people. Yeah. Just mind your own business. It's yeah. it's easier. So, but um, yeah, they just fly by them. And as I said, I've seen them run by three and four eggs. And sure. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I wound up staying there. What I did was. I got on my mount and just flew to the... I flew... No, no. First, I got on my mount and I went around and he followed me. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I said, screw this. And I flew to the roof and he couldn't do anything after that. So he mm-hmm. just ran away. So he was just just being a jerk, whatever. So then after he leaves, I just like gave him a couple beats and then I went back to my planter and I got the rest of them. So when I went to the vendor, it turns out that there was a, um, there was a pet that I didn't get, the flowers... I didn't have uh-huh. that. That was a hundred. That was easy. And then I know that I had the spring robes and the bunny ears and and the other the tuxedo thing. I know I had them from previous years, but it said um, you have not gotten this item. Yeah, I got the same thing with the elegant dress, and I know I've gotten that. Before. Yeah. So I I just figured, what the hell? I'll just stay here. There's nobody else here. Uh-huh. I just sat there, collected collected the eggs, and I wind up getting um, the tuxedo pants the spring robe, and maybe one other thing from the eggs. I had to buy the two bunny ears, and I think maybe one other thing. I don't remember. But that was it. It was only like an hour or something like that. Other than previous years, as I've complained about before, people are listening to our older shows must know that I've complained about this before. (laughs) Um, The the respawn timer, as I said this last week, the respawn timer was horrendous in previous years. So at least now you have a chance of getting something. Except oh, yeah. It, it really didn't take me very long to farm up those 200 eggs. Yeah. So, so that it's, was you know, even with the, even with all the other people around, the respawn rate on those the eggs is fast enough that pretty much everyone can have a shot. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that I did this week was I started working on Field Medic. Now, I just went to this spot <clears throat> in Suramar, and it said, go here. 
there are a bunch of mobs. After like 30 or 40 minutes of killing these mobs, there's um, it's where uh, Devin is, you know, Devin, yeah, from EverQuest. Mm-hmm. Him and his followers are there, and those things, the, the followers are the ones that drop uh, one of the three that you need for field medic. After like 30 or 45 minutes, I'm like, what is the respawn or what is the uh, respawn? What is the uh, drop rate on these things? I go to Wowhead at 0.05%. Oh, yeah. The drop rate on these things is horrendous. I had no idea that. I just figured it was like maybe like one in 30 or something like that. No. No. Oh, no, no, no. 0.05%. And and I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. (laughs) I'm giving up. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it some other like maybe you know, this is one of those things that maybe I'll do over the summer. Right. Like if it's like a crappy day or something, like maybe I'll work on it. But God, I don't know how people farm this. If if anybody has successfully farmed this stuff, let us know. But there's a wowhead post that actually says, um there's one person that broke down the items that you need and where to get them with waypoints. But then there was another person that, that created a link a link, an, an article that said um, these are the best mobs overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, know. it's helpful. I mean, I the how many of those do you have now on your best character? One. For that? I have six <sighs> on one of my characters, and you can't. On my, even, it's on my warrior. Yeah, and and you can't level up uh, first aid without them. Right. Yeah, it's well. The thing is, is that like when I started with my new Torin. Yeah. My new high high mountain torn. She's not. She doesn't even learn first aid. Why bother? It's going to go away in the next expansion. Yeah. So I'm not even leveling it up. Yeah. I don't see any reason to. So um, there's one other thing I forgot to mention. Um, because I wound up doing in Taurus uh, last week, I finally got around to going to Silithus. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm doing my route. You know, I I manually fly out there and. Um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. At some point, I'm going to see this, the sword, that's stuck in the ground, right? At some mm-hmm. point, <laughs> I'm in the middle of Angoro Crater, and the damn thing shows up. I'm like, "Wow, it's that big!" That's what, <laughs> that's what she said. But wow, I mean, I didn't realize that the sword was so massive. Didn't somebody say that it takes like a minute or something to drop from the top point to like to fall down to to the ground? I don't know. I'd be willing to try it with. I I try it with my rogue because mm-hmm. you know she she doesn't take falling damage. I could just blink just before I hit the the ground. Or um or hit your go- goblin glider right before you hit the ground or, or that something. too. Yeah, but yeah. or shield whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah that that's there now. I, why Silithus? I don't know. I, I mean, if if it was in the middle of Desolus, I couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Or even better. Not uh, what's the one that's southwest of Ashenvale? I hate that that zone. I've I've only been there like a handful of times. It's it's just, oh, uh, Stone Talon Mountains. Stone Talon Mountains. Yeah. Why couldn't you just screw up that one? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes there anyway. Why don't you just put I the like sword? Stone Talon. I hate Stone Talon. Well, Stone Talon's much better for the horde. Yes. It's a good horde zone. It, it's boring as hell for the alliance. Yes. I've done it on both sides. But it's a good horde. It's got a it's got a fantastic story on the horde side. If you ever run a horde character up, hmm. run run Stone Talon okay. as a horde. It's a great story. Okay. 
I don't think I've ever done it as as Horde. I've done it as Alliance for sure because when I first started, it was you start in Darnassus, you go to Ashenvale, and then oh, what's this? There's the, and then you wind up going there and killing some spiders as soon as you come through the cave and everything, and and, and that's how I got. I, I hated that zone. As I said, it's it's a great story on the Horde side. It's, it's definitely a gray morality story. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. It's, it's one of the better stories in, of the zones. Hmm. Uh, Horde, but only Horde side. Alliance side, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I played it. And I played it both recently. Yeah. So okay. I, I do know what I'm talking about there. So this week. Yes. Um, Pandaria Time Walking. You've mentioned that. Yes. Uh, and the Battleground bonus event is next week. Mm-hmm. Dark Moon Fair is still going on. Make sure that you're getting those five points for your professions. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about first aid because nobody needs it. <laughs> um, Noble Garden. But you, sh- you need the achievement, the though. To make sure because we one thing we learned is even if you think you've gotten these items, you might not have the transmogable items. Yes, yes. So if you care about transmogs, Go look at one of the Noble Garden vendors and see what you might have. If you have the uh, mod All the Things, then you'll be able to see right. what you need. Right. Um, and there's a mini event that's going on today. Yes, the Murloc one. Yes, uh, March of the Tadpoles in Borean Tundra. <laughs> have you been to it? No, no. I've been way too busy today. I, yeah, I may too. go look at it this evening because I find Murloc Tadpoles to be insanely cute. <laughs> They are. Isn't it a shame that we can't have them? I mean, the closest thing we have are kittens. I know, I know, but I like I like Murloc. I like baby Murlocs. They're very cute. They, yeah. I love it when you know they. Da, 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 da. You know, it's just they're just <laughs> cute. Anyway, I can't do a good Murloc impersonation. <laughs> so, some general news before we get into the big battle of yes. Azeroth news. Yes. Um. What did you think of the April Fool's patch notes? Oh, they were great. I love them. Okay, I want to. I just. I just want to say something. I'm gonna get. I have this little soapbox. It's really tiny. It's this tiny okay. little soapbox. Why do people hate April Fool's so much? I absolutely adore it. I think it's great that companies can poke fun at themselves. If they do it for that, then I like. Yes, it. if they do it's it for just that. That some people do mean-spirited things of course oh, but companies don't say. companies but, don't do that no i and the thing is is that they've been doing it for so long you, you just expect they're gonna do it yeah. and i thought that the i thought the patch notes were funny oh the think geek stuff was great too i mean every mm-hmm. every year there's always a bunch of companies that do the great thing the bet i still say to this day the best april fool's joke that any company has ever done and probably ever will do until the end of time itself will be when IGN made that fake uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time movie trailer. That I was, don't remember that. Oh, yeah. That, that, that made some people really upset because it wasn't real. To, I, to this day, it's still the best thing ever done. So, well, I remember that the pandas were actually that's originally right. a Blizzard April Fool's joke. It was. That they were going to make them a playable race. And then like three years later, they did it. So I'm wondering which one of these are actually going to wind up being a real thing. I thought the funniest one was the Itsy Bitsy Teeny Wiener Ubu Nano Holiday. <laughs> which I, I just thought they were all good. You know, it's it's definitely worth a read because one of the things about it is there, there's actually some deep game being played here. They mm-hmm. are really poking fun at themselves. Mm-hmm. 
They, they really are. And um, the patch notes were were just well done. I think Randy had some input on some of these things I saw in a tweet somewhere. So I think that uh, everybody did a great job, and and I absolutely love it. And to those people that are saying, why aren't you working on Classic instead of doing this? Please just stop doing that. The, do you think that the people who are writing these these fake patch notes are really the the people who are coding Classic? Oh, it such? could be anybody. No, they're, they're, they're the social media guys. No, no, no. It could be anybody in the company. But my point is is that these these jokes are probably built up over the course of a year they they yeah. write them down and then they throw them together sometime in March and say, well, you know, or February and say, well, here, I've got these that I've picked up over the year and, and put them all together. So it could be anybody. It could be coders. It could be social media people. I mean, it could be, you know, Mike himself making up some stuff. We, I don't know. But... Right. And plus, you can't. You know, I mean, even if you are working on, you know, coding classic or whatever, you can't do that. 12 hours a day. You got to do other things. You got to, you know, you got to get some creativity going. <laughs> I can. I, I, I coded for 18 hours yesterday and I'm not Ugh. even working. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I've gotten in the code zone too. I'm saying day after day after day after day. No, I know what you mean. I'm being silly, but yeah, I, I know what you yeah. mean. So those were great. Um, the remote auction house is retiring on April 18th. I do not like this, Sam. I am. Neither does the Cow King, I'm sure, because no. I know he loves the remote auction house. I I love the fact that you can do now. Can you still do it from the web? Because I haven't checked the website in a long time. Maybe that's why I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. The API isn't going away. I don't know. I the, I don't like this. No, they. I think probably it's just a case of it's so if they've had such a tough time trying to get it to work consistently. Mm. That they've decided it's just not worth the effort anymore. Mm -hmm. And probably they've done some number crunching. They probably know how many people use it. Mm -hmm. And if it's a small enough percentage of their users, I, I have to admit I never use it. Okay. But I you know, but we're just we're just two people. I'm sure that they looked at, you know, how much time and effort are we putting into this versus how many people are actually using it and deciding to say, well, it's just not worth continuing yeah. with this yeah. if, if this is all that's going to be but i know people who love it and mm -hmm. as i said i immediately thought of the cow king who's one of our discord users um because we'd gotten into it when i was talking about making auction mules and he says well why don't you just use this and i said well because it's broken for one thing yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's that's going away yeah yeah uh we have some rum connections coming up for uh some low pop servers yeah they haven't announced which ones but they're going to be i guess they have a real problem with the oceanic servers uh. being very low population and uh so they're going to be doing some more new realm connections for that okay all right this family guy thing all right let i remember when i first saw the poster i thought it was a fan poster or something Mm -hmm. But then a couple of days later, I saw that there's going to be some wow family guy thingy on the, on the show uh, coming up that week on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. I, mean, I haven't watched family guy in a while. Well, it was only like a 30 second Leroy Jenkins thing because the poster was like a big thing. And then I saw it had nothing to do with the poster. It, it had nothing to do with the poster. And then it said a couple of days later, like, uh, a World of Warcraft reference will be in this upcoming episode. I'm like, a reference? And? 
Yeah. So, I mean, the poster had Peter Griffin, like, up as, a, as an orc. Dolled up as an orc. Yeah, and Stewie. And, and Stewie was, was dressed up on Alliance. And it was just some stupid Leroy Jenkins thing. Right. I mean, can you imagine if the Big Bang Theory advertised every reference that they were going to make in an upcoming episode? I mean, that's that 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 was to me was false advertising. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was, you know, and I, I don't think a lot of people liked it because we they were expecting, especially from the poster, to be a lot more, and it was just mm-hmm. some kind of silly Leroy Jenkins thing that you know, and Leroy Jenkins. I mean, it's it's so, such an old reference. Yeah. That, you know, people said, oh, this would have been cool in 2006. You know know what? We haven't had a good wow meme in a very long time. We need a new wow meme. Yeah, someone needs to come up with something. Somebody get on that. Yep. All right. Battle of Azeroth. We have a date. We have a date. And I don't know how happy I am about this date because it's smack in the middle of August. (laughs) Yes. August 14th. Yeah. um, Interesting that it's August 14th. 14th now when is that that um what what was that pvp thing that we were talking about oh it's not the pvp thing it's the mythic the mythic right i'm sorry mythic invitationals are in early september early september we were saying that it probably wasn't going to come out until after that and here we were wrong we were wrong (laughs) but i still think it it was it was sound logic oh it was but in any case so this is coming out middle of august the middle of summer well, no, I'm sorry, not the middle of summer. The middle of like one of the hottest months in Jersey. I'm like, why couldn't you do so, it two weeks later? <laughs> I was inspired by this, however, to come up with Ren's ridiculous fun facts about the history of BlizzCon expansions. Oh, okay. I sat down and of looked you did. at the... I made spreadsheets. <laughs> of course you did. Um... This one was about release dates because one of the things that I wanted to see is how does this compare to other releases? Like how much time goes on between release dates? Mm -hmm. And I was kind of surprised by some of these results. Do you you know what the longest time was between one iteration of the game and its expansion? Cataclysm. Has to be between Cataclysm and uh, Pandaria. No. What? Not even close. What? Out of the seven, there's eight games. Vanilla was... Eight eight was vanilla, and then seven expansions, including this next one. Out of one through seven, Cataclysm to Mists of Pandaria was number six. What? Wow. Vanilla, the, the longest time between expansions was between Vanilla and Burning Crusade. And that was two years, one month, and 24 days. Huh. <laughs> Next was Mists of Pandaria to Warlords of Draenor. Uh-huh. Then Wrath of the Lich King to Cataclysm. Then Legion to Battle of Azeroth, being smack in the middle. Uh-huh. Burning Crusade to Wrath of, Pan- of the Lich King. Number six, Cataclysm to Mists of Pandaria. Wow, no, it just cat- felt longer. Oh, it felt very, very long because of that time between the last patch... That would be it was interesting. The pacing. What was the it difference was... between the last patch of an expansion and then the next expansion? I will report on that next week. Ah, I gave you something to do. 
Yeah, and the <laughs> and the, the the shortest one was between Warlords of Draenor to Legion, and that was one year, nine months, and seventeen days. Now, what's really interesting is that the average time between expansions is one year, eleven months, sixteen days. Okay, and and that's, and that's right. The release time for Battle of Azeroth is two days shorter than average. Hmm. So they're they're actually pretty consistent. They, I mean, the the longest one was uh, two years, one month, and twenty about well, two years and two months basically, mm-hmm. and the shortest was one year and nine months. That really isn't a long period of time. They said they wanted to do one every year, which I didn't think was realistic. Um, no, two years two seems years. to be. Two years is the, well, the as I said, the average is one year, 11 months, 16 days. Functionally, it's two years. Mm-hmm. Two years between expansions. That's, that's what they're averaging. Um, all but two of the expansions were released on Tuesdays. So they, they have this Tuesday pattern for, for all this. But two expansions were released on Thursdays. Wait a minute. Thursday. Pandaria? No. Wrath of the Lich King and Warlords of Draenor... What's interesting about them, they were actually released on the same date, November hmm. 13th, in 2008 and 2014. Interesting. Yeah. Um, five of the eight were released in the fourth quarter, uh, fourth financial quarter, one in September, three in November, and one in December. Uh-huh. Uh, Burning Crusade was released in January. It's the only one that's, re- that's really off, and then both Legion and Battle of Azeroth were released in August. Hmm. Release dates do. I, I compared these to BlizzCon dates, and there really doesn't seem to be any correlation between no. BlizzCon dates and the release of expansions. Those I, don't seem to be related at all. I think that release dates for anything, TVs, movies, games, are all related to upcoming events like um, trade shows. Or right. BlizzCon, or E3, or for movies, it's like, you know, the Avengers has to come out, like, well, it was supposed to be out May 4th, and now it's um, April 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have to sort of get that lead into the summer. Um, right. But but there there's always a reason for these things. and But with WoW, it was always like, throw a dart at a dartboard. Right. Well, the thing is, is that the, you know, all of these were released... Before BlizzCon, although except for two, mm-hmm. Mists of Pandaria was in 2012, and there was no BlizzCon that year. Right. That was and a sad with year. Burning Crusade, it was actually released a couple of months after BlizzCon. But I kind of got the impression at the time they had been hoping to release it earlier, but it wasn't ready yet. Yeah, that's fine. So, but the thing is, is that the other ones have been released anywhere from a few, just a couple days before BlizzCon to a few months before BlizzCon. So mm-hmm. I really don't think that that has anything to do with it. No, I it doesn't seem so. to have a high correlation. Yeah. Um, so, but I just, I thought it was interesting. You know, I, I had the same impression that you did, especially with between Cataclysm and Mists of Pandaria, that it was a really, really long time. It felt that way. It sure did. But actually, it was next to, it was it was second as far as being the fastest time between expansions. Wow. It just, I, I, as I said, I think you, you probably hit the nail on the head. It felt longer just because... They their last major patch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not going to count mini patches, but their last major patch was a long time before the yeah, end, such that there you. really wasn't anything to do. I'll bet you that was number one. 
The, yeah. the, the longest time between the last patch and the next expansion. Well, I'll find out for next week. Yeah, because it sure felt that way. All right. Yeah. Collector's Edition box set has finally been announced. Now, um, this is interesting because it appears that they are doing away with the art book and the mouse pad. Mm-hmm. And in its place, they're doing uh, two WoW novellas, and then they have this... I, I don't know how big this thing is. It looks about the size of a CD, but it's like a medallion mm-hmm. uh, for Horde and Alliance. And it's got a little stand. Yeah, it's got a little stand. Um, it's double-sided with Horde on one side and Alliance on the other, and you can show your allegiance by which side you've got turned around in the front. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about my desk right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk I, about you my are, desk. You my almost, desk is a disaster. I almost made Ren spit out her Diet Coke. <laughs> Or Coke Zero, whatever it is that you're drinking. It's Diet Coke. Yeah. Diet Coke. Okay, my desk is a disaster, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's like here I've got a chip clip because last night I finished a bag of Doritos. I have like my my uh, uh, Star Trek dilithium crystal mints, and I've got a Star Trek badge. Like I've got here's here's a uh, Nicole Wakeland sent me um, a car. She went to the Corvette place, so she sent me a Corvette. I've got like this little crash band. I'm showing Ren. I've got this little crash band of goot. I, I call him a hula guy. He's Aku Aku. So I've got crap on my desk. I don't need more crap. Right. I, I really don't. I mean, I got to clean this desk as it is. But um, I, I've, I've said this before. I've just gotten to this point in my life where I just go, I got too much stuff. And that's why I'm not doing the collector's editions anymore because I have one shelf. It's um, the WoW collector's editions from Vanilla to warlords of draenor and i actually bought the one for um legion and Mm -hmm. i wound up selling it in and got the digital one instead because i have one shelf it's got the those the collector's editions and then it's got um diablo 3 um and i think two of the starcraft collector's editions that i don't even play that anymore and I'm like, I don't need another shelf of collector's editions so that's why i'm doing the digital deluxe from now on I don't need anything more to dust. That's okay. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, it also comes with a digital soundtrack. What does that mean? Um, supposedly there's some key that you can do to download the MP3s right. or something. That, see, now here's another thing. I don't like, I'm a, an audio snob. I don't want a digital download of MP3s. And, and, the, and the reason why I say what does that mean is because it says digital download, but it looks like a CD, like a CD case, like a paper CD case. So I'm like, Okay, I don't know what that means. Um, I know what a download code is, of course. Yeah. But I don't want MP3s. When uh, Mass Effect uh, gave you a code to download their soundtrack, the entire soundtrack was in WAV files. Now, WAV might not be practical for a lot of people, but at least you can convert them. But you can down-convert them. You, you, know, you can't really up-convert um, uh, MP3s to FLAC or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what's up with that. I'm not happy about that digital download I, I guess they're trying to get away from cds i mean my my local best buy doesn't even sell cds anymore and right mine does but not many i got rid of an entire shelf of cds it's uh it's about 30 cds wide and about eight racks tall mm-hmm. and i just i just put them in a box i'm gonna sell them i mean that's it's just gotten to that point now where i'm i'm going digital with with as much stuff as i can i'm still buying cds for like collector's editions and things but um for common stuff that you can find on iTunes, I don't, yeah. don't need that it anymore. It just takes up room. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What else we have here? Um, 
uh, unlock. Collect can... Yeah, uh, go ahead. Un uh, the collector's edition box set owners will be able to unlock and create unreleased allied races in advance. Right. Now, what does that mean? Because you're not getting the physical box until it comes out, as opposed to if you buy the digital version today. Well, you'll be you'll get a key to be able to unlock the, probably the, the Dark Iron Dwarves and the Maghar Orcs before anyone else does. Yeah. So. Which you know, having those a few weeks early, just I don't think that that's worth the extra money. No. Well, what my point is is like I know I I know what it means to, to get stuff early, but when are they coming out? Or like I guess they're not coming on a release day, is what I'm saying. Because you're not yeah. getting the box until release day, or maybe the day before. No, you're going to get if you buy the the if you buy the collector's edition, you'll get a code that you can use to. Um, oh, oh, I see. So it's sort of like a oh, like uh, like you've yeah. bought it, you can't refund it. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, All right, right. I get it. I get it. But nope. if you've bought the digital deluxe and you decide you want to upgrade to the collector's edition, they mm -hmm. said they will refund your digital deluxe to your Battle.net account mm -hmm. balance. Right. So, in other words, they still get to keep your money. <laughs> True, they've done that in the past. They've they've um, refunded the difference. Yeah, in the past, and you can get the digital deluxe edition, which has some mounts and some pets. I decided I didn't care enough about the mounts and pets, mm -hmm. so I went for the. I'm just getting the regular edition. I, I did. I figured you would because you want the mount count. <laughs> I want the mount. I'm I'm at two thirteen. I want the rest of them. That's why I'm trying to get our Gussian reach so I can get those six mounts. It'll get me close to 220. Right. So there was also assorted other news from various sources, and, and there were some interviews with some game designers and such. Uh, there was a little bit more about the island expansions. Mm -hmm. You start these by going to expedition tables, either in Boralus Harbor for the Alliance or Zuldazar Harbor, I assume that's how it's pronounced, for mm -hmm. the Horde. You, they're three man. You get normal, heroic, mythic, or PvP, and if you win, you get an end reward of six thousand azurite. Nice. Now you've played these, right? I you've did one. A couple of these. I did okay. one twice. It was fun. Yeah, I yeah. liked it. Well, they said they've drawn on lessons learned from past content, like scenarios and Keystone Dungeons, to make it replayable content. That you're not when you go to one, you, you can't expect it's always going to play exactly the same way, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes it a little bit more interesting. That's true. Um, all right. Wowhead interview. I didn't read. Did you read this interview? I didn't. I did. Okay. I did. So it was an interview with Jeremy Feasel, who they call Muffinus. And now I know why Feasel the Muffin Thief mob oh, in Argus. Oh, okay. He's a senior game designer for WoW. And they asked a lot of questions to him, like, uh, will allied races be able to become Death Knights at any point? And his answer is no. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't ha intend to have any of the allied races be Death Knights because that's tied to the Lich King right. scenarios. Uh, it's Lich King expansion, so they weren't around for that. I say, well, why can't you make the... Since the Maghar Orc and the Dark Iron Dwarves predate um, the Wrath of the Lich King, why yeah. they should be able, to become be able to become Death Knights. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, they said there were going to be other possible rewards for island expeditions are still working on that. Kind of like the Timeless Isle, like right. pets and mounts and things like that. 
when asked whether quest and profession progression would be gated behind dungeons and raids, I didn't like his answer very yeah, much. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. What did he say? He said there's no real discussion yet on profession progression, although he did say he thought ending the final part of certain quest lines to have them end in a dungeon was, quote, super cool as it is the best way to end a story. No. Not for I don't professions. Like that not for, for not for professions. No. Not for professions. No. No. Professions, I don't like the answer to that. No. I mean, look, I understand that people play the game to do both. They do professions and they do dungeons. I get it. My way of thinking was there are days like on a rainy Saturday or something, and you're trying to work on your professions, and you just want to gather and do and sell and whatever it is that you got to do with professions. I don't want to have to do a dungeon if I don't want to. It, right, it exactly. Just, it just comes in. Now, I will do that dungeon eventually, but and I'm sure I don't I am, like having my progress stopped because I don't feel like doing well, that. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm not the only person who thinks this way. Is that when you have it, when you wake up in the morning and you say, "I'm going to do this today," I'm going to do field medic today, mm-hmm. and you want to do your field medic, and then oh nope, you got to do this thing that you weren't expecting. Mm. Now, that doesn't yeah. happen with Field Medic. I'm just using that as an example of like something right. that you wake up in the morning and, and say you're going to do. But, um, yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not a fan of that. Well, especially since, you know, professions have often been something that people who are, you know, super casuals like to get involved in because uh-huh. you haven't had to do a lot of group content before. I mean, there's always been some recipes you could only get by doing raids or whatevers, but having those recipes didn't stop your progress. It just meant right. you didn't have that recipe. Right. Um, this is different. Having it gated behind those, I don't like that. So I was not pleased with this answer. Um, this, I thought, was a very interesting perspective. Is talking? They were talking about the Azerite um, amulet mm-hmm. and how they were going to change that as opposed to the artifact weapons. And I thought this was a very interesting perspective. He said that they felt that the artifact weapon system was very interesting in the beginning. It was very interesting. Because there were a lot of choices. You mm-hmm. had to make decisions. But near the in the end of the expansion... It's just everyone's got the same thing. It's well, you know, there just aren't there's there just aren't that many to choose from. And um, I, I I agree. I think that's that's a good lesson learned from that. I'm I'm gonna pull out my tiny little soapbox. Okay. Again. And this it's, is it's, the tiny little soapbox. It's a tiny edition. little soapbox. Blizzard has said for years that they want people to make choices. But what winds up happening, Alitas Jerks is a perfect example. Here's how you min max. And that's what it winds up being. There has not Icy yet... Icy veins, Noxic. Icy veins, whatever Victor. it is. Well, by the way, we're still not sponsored by Icy veins. We're still not sponsored by Icy veins, yeah. <laughs> um, the thing is, you will always have people with their spreadsheets and such that will try and figure out to get the maximum with the minimum amount of gear and, and such. Mm-hmm. So when they say things like this uh you know as far as like your weapons go your artifact weapons eventually everybody's going to wind up doing the same thing because they all read the boards and they say this is the best way to do it there i i know how insanely difficult this must be but there needs to be a way to be able to give people true unique spell choices mm-hmm. and say we're gonna we're gonna do this if you want to be ice you can be ice and and it's going to be just as viable as fire, but it just never works out that way. And so when they say things like this, I just go, well, what did you expect? Right, exactly. And I know it's difficult. I'm not 
harping on Blizzard in any way. I'm, so, I'll, I'll, you know. but I'll be real interested to see what they apply to this Azerite amulet mm -hmm. that's going to fix this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it can be fixed. I don't know either. But well, I guess we'll find out. Mm -hmm. um, so there was another discussion about, you know, what things were going to be going account wide, and we'll be talking about this a little bit. Uh, there's some new details on the PVP system, which mm -hmm. are kind of interesting. Um, he seemed to think that things are pretty okay the way they were, were in his opinion, too much account wide stuff and characters lose their identity, mm. but opening areas like flying, opening areas, flying, you know, the, the flight whistle, that sort of thing, making that account wide made sense. I, I can see his point. I can see his point, but I still wish that, uh, I still wish that reputations were account wide rather than individual. Hmm. Hmm. Because I've got some old, my best character for professions doesn't have a few of the really crappy ones that I've got exalted on other characters like Argent Crusade and Ogrela <laughs> and oh, uh, the the one where you get the Netherwing, the Netherwing flyer. So, yeah, I wish it was account wide, but I do see his point. Mm -hmm. That's repu you know, reputation is something that that character has gained. Yeah. And just because everyone likes her doesn't mean everyone likes my blood elf, you know, right. whatever. Right. All right. What do we have next? Battle for Azeroth. We have battle, battle for Azeroth. Mm -hmm. Maghar orcs and Iron Dwarf allied races will be available after completing the Battle for Azeroth war campaign. Okay. Mm -hmm. Zendalari and Kul'Tiran will be unlocked later in the expansion. That, that See, that's what I thought. Kul'Tiras. I, I missed. Oh, Kul'Tiras. Oh, okay. Hold yeah. On fix that there we go um yeah that's what i thought the whole collector's edition thing was like as laters okay i get mm -hmm. it now okay um battle for azeroth alpha lasting longer than in the past true uh beta polishes features and features are still being added to alpha yes um there was a quasi big patch the other day mm -hmm. um so that's true six emissaries for each faction three home continent two neutral Tertalan and Voice of Azeroth, and a war faction with quests on the enemy continent. I like the idea of having different emissaries for the different sides. Mm -hmm. Because right now, you know, I play both Horde and Alliance. Yep. Um, Alliance much less than the Horde, but I do play both. But, you know, when you've got, you know, um, High Mountain is the emissary. It's the emissary for both. Yeah. I like the idea that there are going to be different emissaries for the different sides. And the war faction thing I find kind of interesting. Yeah, I like it too. Um, it'll be. I think this is going to be fun to play. I mean, it's right. alpha already, and I'm, I'm liking it. So, mm -hmm. all right. Um, the 8.0 pre-patch, what is this going to be? I, I'm, I'm not happy about this either. Well, they did, they did this <laughs> with Legion too. No, just but... the, the content of it. Oh, yeah, well, the content of it, I am, I'm not particularly happy about either. I'll, I'll the, it's likely gonna, it's gonna be sort of like you know when they, when they did the thing for the Legion invasions a few weeks before the expansion, mm -hmm. they started these events. Well, these events are going to be the burning of Teldrassil and the battle for Lordaeron. That stings. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? It reminds me of way back in EverQuest when the trolls lost their city to the Froglocks. Yeah, I remember that. And never got it back. Yeah. Now, he did. They 
someone did ask um, Feasel, uh, I'm trying to remember, Jeremy Feasel, the game designer, if they specifically asked, will we ever get Undercity back? And he said, maybe. Oh, oh. maybe? What about Telltale Cells burned to the ground? Or is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is it? I don't know. Is it, it just, you know, what what happens to it? I mean, does, do they destroy the world tree or do they just take it over? Who knows? We'll find out. But I am no more happy about losing Undercity than you are about losing the world tree. So yeah, No, I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> so it's it's really upsetting. I mean, it's one of those things. Remember when when Cataclysm came out and there was that video of Arbardine that just uh-huh. like destroyed Arbardine. This is like that times a billion. Yeah, because it was Teldrassil that got me into the game in the first place. And Undercity was my first city. I started out with a. I started out on Cadgar server. I had a another undead warrior named right. Vivian. Right. I so that. Undercity was my first was my first place so so there are some new details on pvp and we talked a little bit about this a while ago they're going to have a new system for pvp there are going to be no more pve or pvp servers every server is going to have the same rule set Hmm. but they're going to have a new pvp system they're calling war mode Mm -hmm. where players can go into a capital city and change to PvP mode, and that puts them into a separate shard of the game. Ooh, what? Yes. Wait, is this new? I didn't hear about this. Yeah, basically what it is, is when you switch to PvP, you enter the PvP shard. Wait, yes, I did hear about this. No, but I didn't know that it had anything to do with cities. See, I don't know if that's good or not, because the whole point of being on your server and screwing up that town was that you see the consequences of such. So I guess what what this is saying is like you're sort of like in this alternate universe of Stormwind. When the Alliance hit, if you're not in that shard, you don't see what's happening. Well, what they're what what you can't do is you can't just flag in the world. Mm. You have to make the choice to flag for PvP in a city. Now you can run around PvP all the time if you want to. You also only unflag in in capital cities. But what it is is basically, if you want to live in a PvP server, you just go to a city, you you flag, you enter that PvP shard. You only see other characters who are also flagged PvP. Yeah. yeah. And what what it also means is, if you don't want to do anything with PvP, it sounds like you're not going to have any problems with some asshole coming along and and killing the flight master. <laughs> Because uh, PvP and PvE no longer can be in the same place. I don't know if I like that or not. Because even though I play on PvE servers, it was still interesting. And you still had to deal with some guy coming in and taking down a flight point uh, in PC. Uh-huh. And so because you're on a PvE server, it didn't happen as much. I, I like that variety taking that variety out i don't know if that's a good idea i think overall i think over time that's that's not going to be a good choice well the thing is is i think that they were doing this to try to relieve some of the issues with their they've had a lot of problems with uh pvp servers becoming unpopulated because people were getting sick of being on them and leaving (laughs) now you don't have to leave your server 
you you can just you can just choose to to shard into it and you're entering this shard and mm -hmm. those are also linked oh, I, so I get you're it. entering just... with other people but only you know you're just with the you know you're with your own tribe as such yeah okay um not sure I, you know, whether that's this is go good well. or bad or indifferent i like it because I don't want anything to do with the PvP stuff, mm. but it does it does mean that you can't just decide to flag up and go deal with something. Right. But if the thing is, is that if there's nobody out griefing your your flight masters or whatever, there's no reason to to have to do that. So yeah, unless unless somebody is that mm. they're not, they can't. Right. They can't. But that's what I'm saying is that it was it was interesting when that did happen. When it people was would, that well, it was no, believe me, <laughs> that's why I left a PvP server. But when you're on a PVE server and people come in and try and take over and kill the king and such, yeah, sometimes it's it's fun to flag and deal with it for that period of ten minutes. Well, you can always go into a city and flag up for PvP and go out and do that. Yeah. And you know they've hinted that they're going to the, the 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 other thing is is when you go when you enter the PvP shard. War mode, they said, does give extra rewards and Azurite and also allows access to special world PvP events. Mm. So it may be that Blizzard is going to try to make that a little bit more attractive to people to go into. Right. Now, they're also talking about there's going to be a gear revamp for PvP. They're bringing back the old Conquest point system um, in the form of a bar that you fill up to earn new gear each week. And mm -hmm. when you're finished with the set, you can move up and they said there will be ways to skip ahead. So you can go to higher and higher and they're making changes to honor and prestige. Honor levels will now be account wide. Hmm. I don't know. People have been asking for this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like that either because that is what you do on that character. Right. Hmm. But you know the thing is, is that I've got I've got two characters who are I have one character who's prestige level five, mm -hmm. and I have one who's prestige level two. And you say, Ren, how do you do that? Given that you never PVP, well, the answer is you turn in your you you, you got your clicky for your world quests, oh, and yeah. you just always spend them on PVP. That's my uh, my mage is uh, is prestige level five, and she's gotten it mostly through clicking PVP world quests. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Well, I think that's it for the news of yep. uh, one thing. Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, that's for today, for this week anyway. And uh, announcing we have one more Naked and Afraid finisher. Mm -hmm. uh, level 110, Alcina, a night elf mage. Nice. Has made it to 110. So congratulations <laughs> to Alcina. I like that. I like seeing a mage. Yes, without a monk. <laughs> Not and a monk or a rogue. the first person who finished with a monk. So. There you go. All right, I think that's it for this week. Yes. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, there is. And there's going to be a lot more to talk about in the next few months as I we know. ramp up to the new expansion. As it comes. All right. Ren, how does everybody get a hold of you? I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata. On Facebook at Renata Kane. Look for the Undead Chick. And on our Discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com I am Starmic on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is my email address. That's going to do it for this episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. For the Horde. Mm, uh, uh, Yankees. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Maghar uh, Orcs. Sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, I was, <laughs> I was coughing. But the two of us are like. <laughs> yeah, we're trying not to cough here. 